150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 3. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. Twice a month, from January to October, I count down from 50 to number 31, then throughout the month of November, which about 10 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Yesterday was episode four. Today's episode three. Tomorrow will be two. Until the day after tomorrow when we get to the number one country, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in, based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a little background for those who are new. We have been... Throughout the month, it's been pretty consistent that we've gained one or two new members to the Fifth Seal page or subscribers over at the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Thank you to you guys who are liking and sharing the video, subscribing and so on. That brings more people into this purview to join us to uh, pray for our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So all that being said, it is Sunday, November 28th, and this is our update on the Persecuted Church around the world. This from Morningstar News. Tribal animus influenced by Hindu extremists in central India last month forced Christians to exhume the body of a 25-year-old man buried on on relatives' private land because they didn't want a Christian interred in their village, sources said. Laxman Markham had been dead for two days when about 50 residents of, a, of different villages armed with axes and wooden clubs on October 29th forced his Christian widow and brother to exhume his body in Gumadpal village in Chattisgarh state. Bastar's district said Methodist church pastor Samson Bagel. Quote, they demanded Laxman's corpse be exhumed, unquote, Pastor Bagel told Morningstar News. Quote, when the family asked the crowd as to where they should bury Laxman then, the crowd told them to take it wherever they wanted, but that they would not let a Christian remain buried in the village, unquote. The deceased brothers, Sitaram Markham, said villagers claim the ownership of the land where he was buried. The villagers claim that ownership of the land where he was buried was disputed. After more rancorous objections and threats, the Christians were forced to exhume Markham's body, and the villagers demanded that it be taken to Pastor Bagel's village for burial 15 miles away. Pastor Bagel then called local police. Laxman's corp lay exhumed on the private land for hours before police arrived. The pastor said, When officers arrived, they made the Christians dig up the same grave, which had been filled with mud, and bury the body there. The confrontation followed initial clamor the day Laxman died. Upon his death from malaria on the morning of October 27th, villagers told the family the site allotted for last rites was for Hindus only. Animism and Hinduism are often conflated in the minds of animists due to the influence of Hindu extremists. 
The parties met all day without reaching an agreement about burial, Sitter and Markham said. Quote, the next morning, October 28th, the village elders met again and concluded that they will not let us bury Laxman at the place assigned to the village for committing the dead. So they asked us to bury him on our own piece of private land, Markham said. So we did, unquote. The Christians then decided to hold the burial ceremony on a piece of land belonging to one of Markham's relatives, also a Christian, only to have the villagers object to that site on the next day and force them to exhume the body. After the reburial of the body, the executive magistrate of the administrative area and police brought the villagers, elders, and Christians together for talks. The authorities surveyed the village and formerly assigned land next to the village crematorium for Christian burials late in the evening of October 29th. After police left, Hindu villagers decided that they will not allow Pastor Bagel to enter the village again and issued threats to the Christians, the pastor said. Quote, the villagers threatened the Christians that if they continue to follow the Christian faith, they will cause much trouble for them, forcing them to flee from the village, unquote, Pastor Bagel told Morningstar News. He has visited the village twice, but has not conducted a Sunday service since then, he said. Quote, I went to the village on November 6th, but the Christians told me that the villagers have issued threats and it is not safe for me to go to the village, unquote, he said. Quote, so I did not conduct worship services for the past four Sundays since then. There are nine Christian families in Gumadpal village, head of a church in Mandwa, 15 miles away, Pastor Bagel, began outreach to Gumadpal about 15 years ago, resulting in nine families putting their faith in Christ. Laxman Markham, his brother, and their families converted to Christianity three years ago after Laxman was healed of a prolonged illness marked by acute chest pain, his brother said. Quote, we worshipped idols, and one day Laxman said that he was tired of trying to please the idols with no result. He shared with us about a church that he had heard from his friend, we all decided to try it out. Laxman received complete healing, and since then we did not look back, unquote, his brother Sidorum said. Laxman Markham, a day laborer who also helped his family work their land, is survived by his wife, Mangley, 20. So again, we see that just the instances of how where most people think of Hindus as a very peaceful uh, group of people just, you know, chanting and worshiping their cows and practicing yoga, right? But we see that the fundamentalist part of this faith is very violent and very extreme towards other believers. Even though they accept 30 million different gods, the one that they will not accept is Christ who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that is the one that they, they fight against and that they persecute his followers. So be praying for the, uh, the Christian families here in Gumadpal in Chattisgarh State. Uh, and pray for uh, Laxman Markham's wife, uh, Mangley. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, number three, which is Somalia. So a few facts about Somalia. Oops. That is Dear church. not what we intended to do. Technical errors. Pushing buttons we're not supposed to push. So uh, country number three, Somalia. Some facts about Somalia. The region is Africa. The persecution type is clan oppression. The religion, main religion is Islam. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Somalia is about 16,105,000, of which Open Doors estimates only a few hundred are Christians. Government, the government is a federal republic, and the leader is President Mohamed Abdulli Mohamed. 
So what does persecution look like in Somalia? What is life like for Christians there? It is impossible to publicly admit your Christian faith in Somalia and, quote, church life is non-existent. Islam is considered a crucial part of Somali identity, and if any Somali is suspected of having converted to Christianity, they are in great danger. Members of their family, clan, or community will harass, intimidate, or even kill them. Women may be raped and forcibly married. Christians are also in danger from al-Shabaab, a violent group that advocates Sharia as the basis for regulating all aspects of life. Christians from a Muslim background are considered a, quote, high-value target, unquote, by al-Shabaab, who have often executed believers on the spot when discovered. If a Christian man is killed or abducted, his whole family suffers, as the man is usually the breadwinner. The remaining family are left unprotected and seen as a stain on the community. Somalia remains number three on the world watch list as one of the countries where Christians face the most extreme persecution. The pressure on Christians remains at an extreme level. Christians in the country risk being killed by Islamic militants and clan leaders, elders, and family members. They monitor the movements of any suspected Christian convert. In recent years, the situation appears to have gotten even worse. Islamic militants have intensified their hunt for Christians, particularly any in the position of leadership. All Christians from a Muslim background are in great danger in Somalia, and everyone is considered to be from a Muslim background. Those living in areas under the control of al-Shabaab are particularly vulnerable. Ways we can pray for Somalia. Pray for the family of those who have been murdered for their faith, that they would receive the comfort of their Heavenly Father and be healed from bitterness. Pray for a strong church to grow among Somali people, relying on Jesus with a hunger and thirst for the righteousness of God. And pray for those who are responsible for the killings of Christians to be convicted with the fear of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we praise you that you have provided through uh, the amazing uh, technology of the internet, the social media sites that we are able to come together from vast distances and join our voices together and even across the span of time as many people will watch these videos later later today or download a podcast to take with them and still join their their voices with ours as we lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in christ lord we lift up the the markham family and these uh the christians in uh the village there in chattisgar state uh we pray that that you would Protect them from further attack and threats from the local villagers and local Hindu fundamentalists there, Lord. We pray for uh, for uh, our brother Markham's wife, Ma- uh, Mowgli. We pray that you would provide for her, that she would be provided by, for by relatives and other Christians in the, in the city there, in the village. And Lord, that you would strengthen her faith and the faith of those Christians that are there, that they would, even in the midst of being persecuted, that they would continue to proclaim your gospel, that they would boldly witness to those around them, and that you would use their willingness to stand firm in that faith in the midst of persecution, to draw even those who have attacked or threatened them to repentance and faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Somalia. We pray for those families of the men and and. Uh, women and and children who have been murdered because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we pray that again, that you would be uh, 
a source of strength to their faith, that they wouldn't waver in their faith in the midst of persecution, and that you would provide for them as husbands are, are taken away, that you would use the local church in that area to provide for the needs of the widows and orphans there, Lord. Father, we do pray that you would raise up a strong church in Somalia, a bold church, that even under the threat of death, that they would be willing to proclaim your gospel and to preach your word, and that that would be a beacon to those, even those who are their, their attackers, those who would murder them, that they would see that and that they would be drawn to repentance and faith in you, Lord. And we pray for, uh, for your conviction to fall upon all of those that have, have committed horrible acts against people who follow after you against your church, Lord. We pray that they would be convicted of their sin, that they would come to you in repentance and faith. But we also pray that the government would actually take some uh, action in, in bringing justice to those who have murdered uh, Christians simply because of their faith in you, Lord. And we pray that in all because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again for joining me, taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to hear about what's going on with our brothers and sisters around the world and to pray for those who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Again, if you haven't already, please hit the, uh, the like button, the share button, send this out to anybody else who might be willing to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. If you're over on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, notification, get all the content that I release over there. And if they can't, uh, don't have time to, to sit down and watch a video, they can get the audio podcast of this anywhere they get their audio podcast. So Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, uh, Spotify, any of those places, they can download the MP3 podcast, take it with them and join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And again, thank you guys for joining me as always. Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.